0: Good afternoon, PT. Praise the Lord. I thank God for this privilege to just share with you this more um, this afternoon. I thank God for my my lovely husband. Almost of thirty three years. <laughs> for thirty three, almost thirty three years, I've been waking up and seeing the same face. <laughs> and it's good. <laughs> it's all good. We've seen each other at our best and at our worst. <laughs> but we still love each other. So I thank God for my husband, Elder Roy. Stand up, Elder Roy. <laughs> Praise God. I thank God for our senior pastor, Bishop Ryan, who is away and I would say, on his way back from a well-deserved rest and reset with Lady Carmen. So let's continue to pray for them that as they're on their way, that the Lord will bring them safely. Amen? Amen. So happy to see everyone this morning. Happy spring. You know, spring officially arrived. Yes. Amen. Amen. Let's get into the world. This morning, um, the bishop asked Elder Roy and myself to to speak today, and he wanted us to use the topic from day 20 of the Reset Book. And that topic is grow. So we're going to talk about growing. And the sermon this morning was grow up. Today or uh, this afternoon, I want to share with you the subject, the title Ready, Set, Grow. Ready, Set, Grow. Now this title came to me, and this is um my great niece Morgan goes to an academy down in Florida, and the name of the academy is Ready, Set, Grow. And it prepares children, two year olds, three year olds, to be prepared to enter into kindergarten. So it's a process that they go through of learning, you know, the basics. And so when she enters into kindergarten, She's going to enter in with a just a wealth of education, with a wealth of instruction that's preparing her for that grade. And so this morning, PT, I want to say to you that the Lord, in this year of rest, and as the, our pastor has encouraged us to read this book, Reset, we want to look at we can reset our prayer life. So, you know, how many of you, by the raising of your hand, would say, I have a fantastic prayer life. It's wonderful. It just flows. Raise your hand. few people. Just a few. Well, I'm working on mine. I'm, I'm going to confess. I'm working on mine. I have, I have a prayer life. I have my personal prayer time with the Lord. I also pray with my husband. And I am striving to get better and to get stronger at that. And so this sermon is ready, set, grow. And when I use the word ready, it speaks of getting prepared, getting equipped in a suitable state for an action, activity, or purpose. And I want to say to every one of you, under the sound of my voice, God is calling all of us to a, a strong, free life. Nobody's exempt. Nobody... Is going to be able to say, "Well, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to do this. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to help you today. Okay, is that all right? All right. So it speaks of a preparation, and that preparation is you might not have, you know, this. Your prayer life might be this, you know, this much, but the Lord, the Holy Spirit is saying. I want you to grow. I want you to grow. There's there's an area of your prayer life that needs to move from here to there. And so we first must prepare. And so that preparation time is, you've got to carve out a little space of time You got to start somewhere. Carve out a little space of time in your day that even if all you can do, all you can say is, Father, here I am. I really don't know what to say, Lord, but I thank you for a good day. I thank you, you know, for life and strength. Father, I thank you that um, I'm able to to do the things that I do. I thank you for my job. I thank you for my family. In Jesus' name, amen. That's a start. Some people, too many people, are looking for these big prayers. These big prayers like, Heavenly Father, I come to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I come to you, Lord. Of that and and for you to be doing that is just a pretense start where you can start even if it is you get up in the morning and you say help jesus that's the place to start prepare yourself and you know and don't fool yourself there's always going to be something happening some distraction to make you feel like, oh, I can't do it this morning. I can't do it this morning. That's a lie. That is a lie. You can do it, but you got to prepare yourself. Don't stay in the bed and say, I'm going to pray. I've been there, done that. You're, You're sitting in the bed. Father, I thank you, Lord. Oh, I bless you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And before you know it, thirty minutes went by. An hour went by. Am I the only one that that has happened to? So prepare. This is how I prepare. I get up. I move far away from the bed. Our prayer room is down in the family room. And in the morning, it's kind of chilly down there. But that's good. I don't want it too warm to make me get comfortable. So I got, I'm awake. I go, I, I splash some water on my face. you know? Rinse my mouth out so I can talk to the Lord, my Father, my God, my Savior. And, and, and know with confidence that, you know, he, he's hearing my prayers. He's hearing what I am bringing to him. So prepare whatever it is. If you are in a, 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 an apartment sharing with somebody else, go into the bathroom even if it's for 10 minutes start there do something prepare equip yourself take a journal with you as we heard last week and as the lord will you sitting there and prepare yourself to be still in his presence it's not don't rush in and say father god this is my list bless my daughter bless my son Bless the dog. Bless the cat. Bless my neighbor. And just going on and on and on. And Father, take care of that nasty boss that I have that gets on my last nerve. No, 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 no. Go in there. There will be time for petition, there will be time for your asking. But the first thing, stop blessing him, stop praising him. And sometimes you know what happens? Praise overtakes the asking and the petitioning. It's like right now I'm feeling in a good spot where I can't stop praising Him. I can't stop saying thank you, Jesus. I can't stop. And then every reason for praising Him will just keep flooding in on you. So this is the time, prepare. So you move from that comfort spot, and get to that place where there's no distraction. If the TV is on, and it should not be, turn it off. Nobody's going to tell me that they're praying to the Lord, and in the background is the TV. Oh Oh, this is the CBS morning news. Forget that. You're not going anywhere with that prayer. You're not going anywhere with that prayer because the distraction is there. Turn the TV off. Turn your phone off. Why are you going to bring your phone to prayer? And every time you hear, you're looking. Leave the phone where it is. Can only devote 10 minutes to you. So tell me why you're devoting 30 minutes and more to checking your Facebook page. And God only gets 10? Reset. Time to reset. Let's move on. It says, ready, set, grow. Set. To put something in a particular place or position, it also means plant. Plant. I love plants. But you know the Holy Spirit, just speaking to me as I went over this sermon, plant, we are referred to as the plantings of the Lord. He's the one that plants us. He has the prerogative to plant us. He has the authority to plant us. So then tell me why we try to jump out of the pot. We uproot ourselves. Oh, this place, I I don't want to be here anymore. So I pull myself out of the soil and I stick myself in water. just so we can have a visual, and I'm sorry I didn't have a picture to share. Just think of a plant sitting in water. You know, for a couple of days, that's good. But you know, after a while, that plant needs to go into dirt. It needs to go into soil. And sometimes our lives our situations, our circumstances look like dirt. But the Lord told me it's the, that's the very thing that he uses to, for our roots to take root. For when, you know, as a second grade teacher, just around this time every year, We would plant seeds of, you know, whatever, different flowers or or vegetables, and we would all plant the seeds, and every child would have their cup, and then every day, they would come and look at it. Mrs. Ray, we don't see anything. When is it coming up? When is it coming up? And I said, it takes a while, but it's coming up. And we would give them the, it was their responsibility to water their plants. Unfortunately, some of them overdid it. A little too much water. But those that, you know, sort of held off on bathing the plant in water, in a matter of days, they see that little shoot coming up. That little plant coming up is requiring of all of us. He's watering us with the word. He's watering us in his presence with, with just the right amount of nutrients that we need to grow. We hear, we hear the word from our bishop. We hear the word from others. And the Lord has planted you. If he has planted you, you've got to stay there until you start seeing the shoots coming up. You start seeing sprouts coming up. And after the sprouts, you see little buds coming up. And you see flourishing. That's what the Lord is requiring of us. That we, our lives of prayer would, would flourish for him and, and, and grow in and, not only are we mentioned or referred to as the planting of the Lord, let me read this scripture. Psalm 92, 12. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Historically speaking, I love the, the meaning of the cedar tree. The cedar tree was A tree that people, they got their wood from it. They got resin from it. It's a conifer tree. There is a fragrance that comes from the cedar tree. And people would, that tree grows and continues to grow and grow and grow. And some of them, it, it is said, they grow up to 130 feet. And those branches stretch out. It it provides shade for people, for others. And what the Holy Spirit was saying to me is, I'm making you all cedars of Lebanon, if you would let me. I want to make you a cedar of Lebanon. And you can only grow as you are planted by the water, as you are in the word, and as you are in prayer. Let's look at 2 Peter 3.18. And the word tells us, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's read that together. But grow, is it on the screen? Let's read it together. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, there's a requirement. It's not just to be planted. It's not just to be near the water, but to be drawing from our source which is the Lord, amen? And also in Psalm number one, Psalm number one, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight, what, what word was that? His delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. And its leaf does not wither in all that he does. He prospers. Isn't that good news? Isn't that good news? Amen. Whatever he does, it prospers and so getting back to this tree the cedar of Lebanon the Lord is saying to us today in this season of reset he wants us to look again at how we approach prayer what is our mindset about prayer oh that's for that person to do but you know I'm too busy. Or I want someone to pray for me. So, what's happening now in, in our mind, we, we don't pray for ourselves. We wait for the bishop to come and lay hands on us and pray for us. We wait for the prophetic prayer team to come and pray for me. I'm in difficulty. Pray for me. But the Lord is saying, No, I want you to pray. For yourself, ready, set, grow. And for us to continue to live our lives where we're depending on others to pray for us. And, oh, I need Elder Roy to pray for me. I need Deacon Vera to pray for me. You know, I need this one. I need that one to pray for me. The Lord said, that is a spirit of idolatry. Where we put this person, oh, if Mama, if mama Susie prays for me, everything is going to be all right. No, 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 it doesn't work like that. The, when Jesus died, the word tells us that when he died, the veil of the temple was rent into two pieces. Rent in twain. So there was no more, you, we're standing out here waiting for the priest to go to God for us. It's no more waiting for someone that is worthy to go to God for us. God has given us access. And we can walk in. We can walk in. You don't have to wait for the prophet to come to pray for you Jesus is praying for you Jesus is interceding for you and he wants his people his children to get to that place as my my husband said this morning to grow up and not to be dependent dependent on other people oh you gotta put a prayer in for me no I'm gonna pray for myself I'm going to pray for myself because my father knows exactly what I'm going through and I can come to him. I don't have to put the words sweet together or anything. I can pour out my heart to him. You know, Psalm, I believe it's Psalm 5. The psalmist said, give ear to my prayer, O Lord. Consider my meditation Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For unto thee will I pray. My voice will you hear in the morning. O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto you and will look up. So I don't have time to be waiting for somebody to access God for me. When he says, I'm right here, my child. And you start doing that. Start resetting your prayer life. Okay, this morning, five minutes. Tomorrow, 10 minutes. The next day, maybe 20 minutes. The next day, 30 minutes. And see where the Lord will take you. Amen. Amen? Getting back to these trees of Lebanon, it is said that they become shade for people, for other, for animals, for other trees. They provide shade. And I said to the Lord, Father, I want to be a cedar in Lebanon. I want... When people come around me, they smell a fragrance of the Holy Spirit. I want when people are around me that I provide shade from the heat of the day. I want when people come around me, they can use the words of encouragement to build up their lives. I want to be a cedar in Lebanon. And it also says that in that tree There is a resin, a sap, that they used to, when they were building ships, to seal it. Shipbuilders. And they would be from the resin of that one tree. I want to be a cedar of Lebanon. I want to be ready, set, set, When it comes to your prayer life, I want you to ask the Lord to help you grow in at least three ways. And I want you to repeat these three ways after I say it. Will you do that for me? Very good. So, Lord, help me to grow in your love. Grow in pray reading the scriptures. So let me show you what that is. Pray and reading the scriptures. You open up your Bible. If you don't know what to say, you say, "I I don't know how to pray." Okay, open up the Bible. Go to the Book of Psalms. You can start there and pray the scriptures. Psalm twenty-three. When I am facing circumstances that are saying, oh, you're very needy right now. I go to the scripture and I read it out loud so that the enemy can hear my voice. The Lord is my shepherd. I have no lack. I have no lack. So yeah, the bank account might be empty, but... Through the eyes of my Savior, my King, my Redeemer, I have no lack. Pray the scriptures. When you start getting worried and upset about things which you can't do anything about anyway by worrying, pray Psalm 46. God is a refuge and strength, a present help in trouble. Pray the scriptures. When, you know, if you messed up, if, you know, you need to reset your life, what is it? Psalm, I believe it's 51, if David came before the Lord and said, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. So don't have to be making up words. Pray the scriptures. There's no excuse. Pray the scriptures and you know in these times these times when we live when people are so fearful people are nervous people don't know what to do I pray Psalm 27 the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid hallelujah I thank God for the word that in praying the word you silence the, 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 the voice of the enemy because if my little prayer, Lord help me Father God, please help me that I will not you know, I won't give into to temptation or whatever, no, pray the word when the enemy hears the word, he's got to back up back up off you when you speak the word when you pray the word so that's the place to start so I don't so when we leave the sanctuary today I don't want anyone saying well Elder Anita I didn't understand what you were saying I think I'm making it as clear as possible And then that third point, is it up there? The third point, how are we gonna grow? I'll read it. Grow, and I said it already, grow in the amount of time you devote daily to your secret place. Look for that secret place, find it, stay there, Get comfortable in there and let God speak to you. Let God speak to you. There's a part in this book There's one of the lessons in Reset talks about listening and it's about just hearing the voice of the Lord but you can't hear the voice of the Lord if you're talking. The, so what she did to me, Lord. Look how she treated me so terribly, Lord God. And I am so hurt. I'm offended by the way that sister looked at me and blah, 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 blah. But God is saying, all right, come before me with thanksgiving. Come before me with your requests. But in that his purpose in growing us is to get us beyond that. That every time we come to him, always sniveling and crying. I'm sorry if I if I'm offending anyone, I'm sorry, I don't apologize. You need to grow up. has done too much for many of us. Too much for us for us to be treating him like that. You know, just in my experience in my second grade class, when the children, some of them would get themselves in trouble and you're talking to them and they're crying actioning it up. The crying is getting a little more intense. (laughs) And you know how children go. You're trying to talk to them and 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 they're just it's building up and it's building up. You know what the Holy Spirit said? That's the way some of us are with the Lord we're before Him, and the way that we're emotional is—it's like I don't want to hear what you're saying to me right now. So I'm gonna—I'm gonna keep crying louder, louder, screaming until you let me have my way. My God. And I remember, praise God for my mom. Mom didn't—mom didn't beat us she would have these conversations with us. And so while we were crying, she would just look at us and say, okay, I'll wait till you get through with all of that. (laughs) And then I'm going to talk. We'll have a talk. And she was wonderful because sometimes you would rather that mom just get the bell out and beat you (laughs) when she gets through talking to you because she's gonna go back to the root of whatever you did, and she's gonna tell you why you deserve the punishment that you received. But you know, God is—he's just patient with us, just waiting for us to settle down, stop being so emotional I'll every minute, crying, crying. That's the way God's gonna respond to me if I really—I just pour it out pour my guts out to him. But you know, son, there's a time when that's got to stop. Because God is saying, I want to speak to you, my child. And God is not going to shout over your screaming and your hollering and your complaining. He's not going to shout over you. He's going to wait till you exhaust yourself. You ever seen children that really, they just just kept going, kept going. And when they were all done, Sister Vera, they're just sitting there. It's all out of them. No more exhausted. No energy left. And God is saying, I want you to grow past all of that immaturity, all of that, you know, I, w- I want my way, Lord. 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 You know how we escalate it. God is saying, this is the time for reset. This is a time for reset. And if this con- consecration is going to do anything for us and work in our lives, We've got to press the reset button. It's time, time out for prayerlessness. Time out for not being in the word. If you don't have a Bible, ask for one and get in the word. And as Dr. Dr. Scott said last week, stay in the word till Jesus comes. Get in the word. Read it. If you don't understand it, ask somebody. Ask somebody. But it's time for us to get into the word. It's time for us to get ready, set, and grow. What time is that? (laughs) 128. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. I want everyone standing. The Lord needs the Lord needs us to be truly to to function as his plantings. To function in our role as being trees. And it's not just to stand there and and provide shade, but he's looking for fruit. He's looking for fruit so that people that would come and taste of your fruit will see that the Lord is good. He wants glory from your life. But you know, trees or plants that are underdeveloped, that have not been taken in the nutrients, they're there for a little bit, And then they're gone. They're gone. But God wants us planted by the the rivers of water. In his spirit. By his word. In his word. And I want you to repeat this with me. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. During this consecration, this time of reset, I encourage all of us to launch into the glorious adventure of an intimate communing relationship with Jesus Christ. May the word of Christ dwell in you richly and may you abound, flourish